With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You changed my world in a moment. From then till now my world is you. And if you go, all the lights go out. I hope you stay cause I need you. Remember the song. For hours, windows down, and you sing away. Talk through the night, I get you home late. I'll say goodbye, you pull me close with birthday. Hey, everybody, good afternoon, good afternoon. This is a special edition of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Check us out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Also, if you miss the show, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. And, 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 (laughs) you can email me, SaturdaysWithJoyKeys at Hotmail.com. I would love to hear from you. That's the way people win the giveaways. We got movie tickets. We got gift cards. We got books. We got CDs, all types of things. So follow on the social media. And remember, Saturdays with Joy Keys at Hotmail.com is who you're going to email to win the prize. Well, today I am speaking with somebody across the pond, as they say. He's uh, from the U.K., London, U.K., and his name is Jake Isaac, singer and songwriter. I think this is him on the line. Jake? Hey, Joy. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good, doing good. How are you? I'm all right. I should say, like, bruv. Like, bruv, how are you, right? Or something. <laughs> like, what's the, what's, what's the lingo? Tell me the lingo, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, so what would I say? Like, if I was your boy, what would I say, like, when I saw you? Um, I feel like, yeah, what's going on, bro? Like, what's going on, bro? That's okay. <laughs> so what's going on, bro? Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. That's natural. That's really natural for me. <laughs> you sound great. You sound great. <laughs> wow. So thank you. You made my job really hard today. I mean, I was really not liking you, and you know why? You have too I'm many so good songs. Too many good oh. goddamn fucking songs. Oh, like, sorry. yo, I was like, what am I going to play for the opening? You know, like, what oh, am I going to play? You. Like, oh, is is it going to be like gold? Is it going to be remember? You know, maybe it should be wake up. You know, people are waking up. You know what I mean? I, I, I was like, damn this dude. But anyway. Oh, you're very kind. You're very kind. So um, you have a lot of um, duets on the on the album. You you playing with NDRE, you got uh, Tertia May, um, you got uh, another guy on there. Um, So 
let's start. Why are you a musician and not a semi-pro basketball player? Because I read somewhere <laughs> that you thought you were going to be like semi-pro. So you got skills <laughs> like that? You know what? Yeah, but I, I, I think I I was more in love with the music than I was the basketball. And, and so, yeah, you, you kind of follow what you love. You go with where you, where, where you feel the love, you know? And that's how it happened. You have a lot of love on this album. You know, as a guy, <laughs> as a black man. No, seriously, it's, it's very intimate. How Were you concerned? Yeah. Were you worried? What made you go this way? Or are you normally, like, really emotional? Yeah, um, I think stereotypically as, as, a, as a black, black men are known for not being too emotionally literate, um, well, especially over here in the UK. I don't know how it is over your side of the pod, but, um, and I think um, over the years, I've realized my main outlet for my emotions has been creatively in song, and, um, and um, that's literally what's caused my journey as a musician to flourish, because I've been, uh, particularly recent, um, and it's cool with that because I feel like in the context of, say, a relationship or whatever, I I kind of, um, I don't know. I, I said to someone the other day, you know, I think I think men might be more emotional than women, but they just don't talk about it. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you said that because I totally agree. Trust me. When I've had to deal with breakups or, like, right. certain issues, you guys, like, freak out. Like, if a guy breaks up with a woman that he really loves or gets dumped, he is, like, hardcore yeah. emotional for, like, it could be years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be years. Like, he could see yeah. a girl and be like, yo, that's her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think that the um, – like, when, when I think about it, I think women uh, t- traditionally, they're used to communicating their emotions more than men. So actually, there would be some deficit because we're out of practice um, in terms of communicating how we feel. Whereas women, I mean, you're pros, <laughs> you know, and um, and so you've got one up on us. And so I, it does right. make sense why so many, so many guys, some of my mates, um, have just not been literate in that in that area, you know. But hey, creative! Thank God for creativity, yeah. Thank God. Now you mentioned that your dad <laughs> was one of your inner, uh, you know, like influences. How did he influence yeah. you with the music? Yeah, so he's always been massive on um, social justice. Um, he's a man of the cross, and he's, he's just been – he's one of those um, – he's a Christian, and he's hes not weird. He's not weird about it. He's not um, legalistic, or but rather he's hes really about people. He's, he's um, to the point where he's, like, been awarded an OBE by the Queen just for his social justice stuff over here and – um, and he's like he's an incredible guy, and I'm really privileged to have a present dad who's like that. Um, he used to be a Rastafarian, and I think his journey and his ethos and um, the things he's taught me to prioritize and value, especially as a man, um, as a black man in Britain, um, I feel like that has really shaped um, uh, my my sense of priority, both creatively um, and um, and I suppose. Uh, in terms of uh, psychologically and, and what, I, what, what I aspire to um, in life, you know. So it's not so necessarily in the music, although he was a massive fan of uh, Paul Simon's Graceland album, uh, which, was, which was in itself uh, socially radical. Um, but he just, he's been a massive influence in me in terms of the shaping of my paradigm um, 
and what I focus on in music and creatively. Now, you're a father, yes? What are you going to pass on to your children? Um, I think um, it's, it's I think what's important for me to pass on, particularly to my son, um, is the importance of communication and emotional literacy. Um, and and more importantly than that, the the fact that um, above all, relationship is key. Relationship is some would argue the only thing we take from this life to the afterlife, and um, and just how we value relationship and communication in that, not just in terms of a love relationship, but relationship with work colleagues. And if you have good relationship with people, it can literally take you from one end of your career to another end of your career. Um, and so um, just, yeah, I'm, I, I want to try and teach my children the value of people and living beyond themselves. Well, now, when did you figure out you had a good voice? Or did somebody tell you? Or were you like, yo, I got it, I got it going on? <laughs> I mean, like it was just there, like you were like, you know, the popular dude. When did that happen? No, um, so it hasn't actually happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, you know what, Jake, today, let me just put it out into the universe. You have a good voice, and you're a good songwriter. I just said it today. Joy uh, February 17th, 1 p.m. United States time. There it is. It's written. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Thank you so much, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, so when? How did it start? How did it start? Um, I don't. I don't. Um, I used to be a drummer, and um, and uh, particularly over here in like music industry, music world over here, like once upon a time, if you're a singer and you're black in this country, you're automatically kind of put into a box of being urban. And you either have to mm. sing like like an R&B singer or and um and for somehow um particularly when I started out um some of my peers some of my friends were like Ed Sheeran J P Cooper Michael Kiwanuka and we're all guys with guitars in our hands and I think I really got stuck with well I don't I can't sing like I don't know Jodeci <laughs> or whoever or Omari at all I can't do that yeah, yeah. um um and so I I think I just learned to prioritize the song um, rather than the voice in the hope that people kind of um, will be okay with the voice and tap into the song, you know? Um, and yeah. so my journey's been one of finding um, my voice in what I'm writing and what I'm communicating rather than literally my voice. Um, so I, 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 I thought in a way I'm being honest, I don't think I'm that much of a singer. Um, I, mm. I think I'm, I'm unique in terms of maybe how I sound and how I how I sing, but um, I don't think I don't think of myself too highly in that regard. Well, I'm going to play Gold, and this is from your album Honesty, <laughs> and I'll let the audience tell you whether or not you know you're a good singer or not. You know, that's a, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> gold, I see you like gold. Look back how far we've come. Please don't let go. Gold. No good on my own Yours I'll be only yours If we get through this storm Cause I see you like
that, you were singing with um, India Ari. How did you make that hook? Yeah. That's a massive, like, opportunity, um, chance. Like, what? how did totally. that connect? How did you guys connect? Um, so I kind of, if I'm really honest, I kind of just reached out. I think we knew some of the same people on social media, and I reached out to via social media, um, which I've, I've never done in my life. Um, I reached out, and um, and then I left it. It's, it's like someone was in lockdown. I was like, listen, everyone's in lockdown. Live your best life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, <laughs> um, the, the world is a little bit upside down. And um, I reached out, and um, and then I left it. And um, two days later, I, to my absolute surprise, I got a message back from her saying, hi, I've listened to all of your music. I've watched all of your videos online. <gasps> What shall oh we my do? gosh! <laughs> oh um, my gosh! You slid into uh, the DMs of India Ari, and she was like, "I'd love." <laughs> okay, look, people, there it is. India Ari listened to all your shit. Okay, I think yeah. you can get a little confidence here, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could have gone really bad. It could have gone really bad, but but yeah, no. Um, she was really gracious and really kind, and um. And uh, yes, it was. It was. I mean, I've been listening to her for years, and so it was incredible to have someone who's inspired you to say that they're inspired by what you do, and then want to be a part of it, which is an absolute privilege. And um, she's a queen. She literally is a queen. And um, and um, yeah, it was just it was just an absolute honor, and also really affirming um, just for my journey as well, you know. You um, started in the lockdown writing. You're writing. Um honesty what were your thoughts now it's like almost two years uh, this thing is going on what's happening in the uk because you guys had a lot of like on off on off on off like crazy like i thought i was getting dizzy yeah how are people dealing with it over there (laughs) yeah so um over here so as of next month all covid restrictions are finished so there's no mask no nothing we're like back to normal life and um, it's, actually, it's actually happening around parts of Europe as well, which is crazy. Um, and and the, the narrative is living with COVID um, because it's not going to go away. And we knew that already, but it's just how the world reacts to it, which is um, which has been varying, you know. And um, so, yeah, now life is pretty much back to normal. Um, uh, in fact, very much back to normal. And I think also, unfortunately, due to various mishaps um, at government level and whatnot, people are they don't really care anymore uh, across the board. You know, I think there's been a few mm. things that have happened. Of course, people to lose a bit of trust um, in some of our leaders, but Hey, people still want to be safe and they still value their loved ones, but they just, um, I think we're kind of over the whole COVID thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm seriously tired. Like I, <laughs> I, I want to like, no, yes, you want to be able to hug people. You want to be able to like go to the yeah. club as you guys do or, you know, yeah. you want to just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, man, what you doing? Like, can we sit on the steps and not, like, be worried about six <laughs> feet apart? You know? I, I, right, I mean, right. seriously, you know? Um, do you think yeah. over there that it's affected African Americans or blacks or, um, you know, people of African descent more than it has um, yeah, the so population? I think, I think there's been quite a bit of um, uh, skepticism amongst the ethnic minorities over here, um, Asians, blacks. But ethnic minorities in general over here, we've just, uh, I think we've very, uh, the majority of people over here have been very much, um, this, something's not right about this. Why has this been forced on us? 
uh, what mm. what is going on. And then on top of it, there's about um, a, a, a massive percentage of our national healthcare um, doctors, surgeons who have who are not vaccinated, and they they have. I mean they they are they're like listen we work in this we know how this works we know how antibodies work um and so there's been a lot of um people who are still not vaccinated as a mass i think something like five million people in the country are not vaccinated um mm. but it, it's it's one of those things which um there are, and then there are people that are vaccinated and it's it's there's not a uh there's no sense of um polarization anymore there's no sense of it's, it's you against me that's not happening at all okay uh, but rather mm-hmm. people are opening their eyes to hey what's the real what's the actual realities of this um uh and what's now we've bypassed uh what the government is saying like what do we believe for ourselves and so people are kind of like well, well you know some people have had covid twice and they're fine um and so they're cracking on with life whereas some people have lost their lives and i think people are coming to their own conclusions is what i'm trying to say and um yeah. Um, and 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 life is life is evolving and becoming something um, post COVID. <laughs> well, let's play good because that's good that we're coming post COVID. Playing with the, you know, Yuna, Yuna, uh, on this. This is from your album, Honesty, Jake Isaac. Please tell me that you want this, want this. Please stay, cause I'm hopeless, hopeless. You're staying. I don't think. You're the only one, the only one I love, no good to no one else, I'm only good when I'm with you, oh. If I told you this back then, would you listen? I mean, I don't know who else is bopping. Like my head was down, my shoulders were swinging. I was like, mm. I'm like, I'm like the person in the corner in the club. I'm not dancing, dancing, but I'm like, yeah, I'm there. Okay, yep, I got it. Nah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like you know R and B. Okay, but let me tell you seriously. Like over here in America. Uh-huh. Black people over here that, that that I know, okay, I'm not talking for all black people, uh-huh. okay, not a monolith, but we always <laughs> find it crazy that, like, you guys will be talking, you'll be like, so, like, yesterday, I went to the pub, and this and that and other, and then you'd be like, oh, da, 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 and you sound like Billie Holiday or something. We're like, wait, what a second? Who, who, what did you just do? How do you guys do that? I, I mean, do you know people? I mean, they sing like this R&B, and it sounds like American, and we're like, how do you do that? I mean, I you don't, don't know. I, I've, you never, don't know. <laughs> I've never thought of it like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to ask you that. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny for us, like because we we hear your regular speaking voice, and then you start sure. singing, and you know, it's just like sure. crazy. But like for you, what do you find odd for? of black Americans? Like, what are some, like, idiosyncrasies we have that you find, like, what are they doing over there? So I, I think one of the things that's always kind of baffled me is, um, so over in, in the UK, black people are very much either really strong African culture or really strong West Indian culture. 
like Caribbean culture. Mm. But in America, mm-hmm. it's like a, it's, it's actually an American culture. It's like a, oh, I'm an African American, and it's like, it's rooted in American jokes and American uh, history, and 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 I suppose, like, maybe the first time I came to the Caribbean and like I spoke patois to someone, like, because I'm from the Caribbean originally. It baffled me that an Amer- African American back then didn't know what I was saying. I was like, well, you're you're black. Your 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 family's either from Africa or from the Caribbean or by the Caribbean. Why do you not understand what I'm saying? Um, so I think I don't know. It's just it's weird to me that um, as much as we black people over here are British in terms of our our, um, our current culture, we're super connected to. Africa or where our family heritage are from or from the Caribbean way more in a way than, than I've noticed when I've met people stateside. Well, you know why that is, Jake Isaac? It's called slavery, dude. It's called Jim Crow. <laughs> it's called lynching. It's called oh, work man. in the field. Don't braid your I hair. Know. Don't speak your I language. Know. We're going to rip your families apart from each other. And we'll still do it now with redlining of housing, where you live, where you eat, or where you're going to vote, and and everything was white. Unless, unless there's few that still have a thread. They still have a thread. They know who their great, 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 great grandfather, grandmother was, and they have some threads Uh connected. But, dude, that's the power of slavery. That was the power of it. We have absolutely no connection right. to the language. We don't know about the dress. Right. We don't know about the hair. And it took us a while. Like, now it's cool to be black. Now yeah, I yeah, can yeah, go yeah. to work with my hair. You know, I'm black. I can go to work with my hair curly. And nobody's yeah. going to say anything yeah, yeah, yeah. and not think about it. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. for women, it's uh, really hard. Like, dudes everywhere, you kind of just shave your hair down, right? You know what I mean? But for women, <laughs> that that acceptance, you know, of who I am as a as a black person, just just with the with physical things that are slightly different, I, I couldn't do it, you know. But um, right. but let's, right. let's let's play let's play another song. This is actually your take on her song, uh, "Hard Place." Um, right. Uh, and we'll we'll talk about that. Hold on a second. Are you in the cafe? 
uh, I mean, are you on the top of a tree? Like, where do you write your music? <laughs> um, a lot of it, a lot, a lot, a lot of it happens um, in my home, in my in my home, in my home, <laughs> in my home. Whether it be on the kitchen floor, <laughs> evening time. That was funny. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, a, a lot of the time it happens at night. In fact, if I'm really honest, a lot of songs get finished on a plane. If I'm if I'm um, if I'm yeah on a plane, however long, and there's no reception, no signal, and it's just perfect for me. I, I find that I really zone into what I'm writing. Now, you did you talk to your mates about this album and what it was going to be about, and did you get their input? Um, just maybe some of their experiences that they've had with relationships and emotions and things like that. Uh, partly, 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 yeah. Mhm, mhm. Now, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, flight. You want to fly? Yeah. Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna go if you could fly? I mean, every now and then, you know, we need a holiday, so I don't know. Maybe like the Maldives. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Maldives. Yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> cool. I could see that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, no. <laughs> That's a big spot right now. They have been pushing that on social media. Like, every five minutes, I feel like I'm seeing something about the Maldives. Yep. Like, you should go here and the clear, clear, super clear water, and you got a little house. You got a road to your little home <laughs> in the middle of the water totally. and stay with, your, stay with your, like, you know, your girl or your guy, you know, your bae, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> totally. So, um, totally. uh, now, I read, and this is crazy, but you said it. You said, I can sometimes be a right div and not always the easiest to be in a relationship with. Now, this was like years ago. That was in the article. Do you feel that way now? You're not the easiest person, or have you changed anything different? Um, I still feel like my um, insecurities speak really loudly um, when it comes to relationships. I think I sometimes think I'm, I'm, I'm super aware of my weaknesses. Um, mm-hmm. And not in a uh, not in an insecure type of way, but more so in a way of um, knowing my knowing my like where I'm strong. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't live, I don't do relationship from a place of weakness. I do it from a place of okay, what's my strong? Okay, that's where I'm, that's where I'm strong. That's where I know I can um, I can you know flourish in terms of relationally, and that's where I can. Yeah. Um, and I think. I don't know. I think I'm um, I'm learning to live with it, you know. Um, just learning to live, being aware of my weaknesses. And I think I think there's I've learned that there's strength in being aware of one's weaknesses, you know. Mhm, mhm. You have to be. You have to be introspective in order to grow, in order to be like in an honest place, place, and uh, you know, be like centered. When people, you know, when you get an argument with somebody and they're just like huffing and puffing, and they're not really there you're like where are, are you here like are you really here like what are you talking about yeah you know they, they, yeah. they're arguing about something you're like what? no that's not what we were arguing about what where are you you know um yeah. so introspection it, it can never <laughs> be downplayed i think you always need to have that what was your first job you ever had when you were a kid do you remember uh yeah i was working in a shoe store called clocks um and it was uh yeah, I was I was I was I was a salesman for shoes, and I, I was I loved it. I was sixteen, and um, 
yeah, that was my bag. I was there for a few years, and uh, I didn't save any money. <laughs> what did you buy? Like, what was the first thing you bought? Like, when you got your check, you were like, I'm out of here. What, what, what did you buy? Um, I think, I think I, I didn't really go and buy something like I, I when I was at, when I was at, um, at college, well, we call it college, but basically sixth form, um, like mm-hmm. basically just after school, I found myself going to, um, going to the chicken shop after school because I had money, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, oh my was, gosh. yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what was your first crush? Do you remember your first crush when you were in school? The first girl you were like, ooh, ah. Yeah, it was um, one of my friends. It was a girl that he used to he used to go out with, um, and um, yeah, I if I'm really honest, I I I, I after you finished going out with her, because I went to an all boys school. And um, oh, okay. and she okay. went to school down. She went, to, and that's quite popular. That's quite normal over here. You have some some all girls schools, some all boys schools, etc. Um, and so I approached her discreetly, and I said, "Hey, would you ever like go out with me and whatnot?" And she said no. And then later oh. that day, literally two hours later in school, all the guys were just ripping me, taking the mick out of me because they all found out that I got turned down by this girl. And yeah, oh, that was my man. first crush. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh my, you know, it's funny. I went to all girl high school when I was younger, and um, like you said, that's not like a regular thing. But we do have some, like in, yeah. my, in my city, we have an all girl high school and all boy high school. But now, guess right. what? They they the all boy high school got integrated with girls, um, and yep. I think they I think the all girl is still all girl though. But they think they allow some boys to take certain classes or something. Um, how do you think that shaped you going to the all boys school, or it, it was just no big deal, like you said? Um, I feel like it toughened me up quite a bit. It toughened me up quickly. Mm. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool. It it was it was a good laugh. It was a very good laugh. <laughs> okay, we're running out yeah. of time now. You talked about your um, West Indies background. I was, what kind of food um, do you like? Uh, what's your favorite dish for like dinner or something? Yeah, so stewed chicken, rice and peas. Uh, stewed chicken, rice and peas. A good old Sunday stewed chicken, rice and peas um, with some with some mac and cheese and and um, sheesh, what else? Man, I had it just this Sunday, so um, I'm still thinking about it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You're gonna have to yeah, do yeah, some of that. Yeah, once once that once that goes in, I'm sleeping. Literally, I'm sleeping. Yes, of course, you know what we call that here? We call that itis. You got you got yeah, itis. Yeah, yeah, we call it the same. You, you call <laughs> it the same. Okay. Say it. Yeah, yeah, you can say that. You can say it. it's my show. Goddamn it, you can say it. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Definitely, like for holidays, you got mac and cheese. You got you know, turkey, like yeah, Thanksgiving, yeah. which is the craziest thing. But for us, it's like about family. It's definitely not about killing Native Americans. Um, that, yeah. that is like vanished <laughs> yeah, yeah. or something. But you, but after that yeah. meal, you're sitting in front of TV watching football, and I know it's not your football because yours is like football, football. Yeah, okay, no, it's not yeah, like that. Yeah. But, but, but we're still sitting there with the itis and fall asleep, you know. <laughs> Can you play football? Can you play, like, soccer football? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to. It's not really my thing, but yeah, I used to. 
You used to you used to be a little bit not like the semi pro yeah, basketball. Every, everyone did. Everyone growing up, <laughs> everyone does it. Everyone does it. Jake Isaac, yeah, thank you uh, so much for, hey. for calling in today. I've really so much uh, for enjoyed me. our chat. Um, you know, bruv, next time I'm over, I'll come to your mom and get some chicken, peas, and rice come on. and some mac and cheese, and I'll have Ida there. But, I'll, I'll, you know, when we can't get too much itis. We, we have to, like, be kind of proper a little bit. We don't want to, like, knock out. Like, that would be rude. Uh, what, would, what should I bring your mom or dad? Like, what would I bring to your house? Like, what would be good to bring? Like, flowers or, like, dessert? Or, like, what's the, um, what would I bring to your house? A des- oh, a dessert. A dessert will go down nice. A dessert will go down real nice. A dessert? And what, what kind of dessert yeah, yeah, yeah. should I bring? What kind of dessert should I like bring? A good, like a, a good, like a, an apple strudel or a cheesecake. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I got you covered. We got a lot of Italian cookery bakeries here. Trust me. I got you covered, man. Boom. Bruv. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have a great – I'm going to play another one of your songs, talk about it, uh, to, to end the show. Mm. And uh, I'm going to give away some downloads of your album, Honesty, uh, right. to, to, the, to the crowd, uh, to the people. And uh, I wish you so much success. What are you going to do next? What's next? Are you going to, like, turn around and not be emotional? Or, or is the next album off? Awesome? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, are you going to, like, Machismo, um, the next album? <laughs> no, I, th- I think um, I'm going to lean a bit more into um, just my culture and what I grew up listening to and who I am as as a black guy. I just, I think, yeah, that, that's the plan. Um, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a, I'm doing a Europe tour of this album, so we've still got that to go. And then also, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually, there's a show being planned at the moment for me to do, just like a, a one-off show in New York at the moment. So, um, mm. so yeah, I'm, like, I'm just popping up to the States for a little bit. So, yeah, we're just, I'm going to do that next. And, and as I go work on the album, just write the album as I go along. When's your next show? Where can people find you next? Sheesh. Um, so my next show is, Actually, I'm, my next show is actually, I'm playing in Switzerland, and then I go for the rest of Europe. I'll do a festival in Switzerland, then I hit the rest of Europe. And um, So probably the best thing to do is Instagram, um, at I am Jake Isaac, or um, you just have a Google of I am Jake Isaac, um, like sign up to the old uh, subscription or whatever, whatever works for people. But Instagram is probably great. And trust me, Instagram it'll be worth it. Everybody, it'll be worth it. Like, you're going to hate yourself because you're <laughs> like, damn, I didn't know this guy before. And, like, which song should I play when the girl comes over and I really wanted her to get back? Come on. This is the album. This is the album. <laughs> All right, Jake, I'm going to let you go. You, you have a great night because it's night yes, over sir. there. I'm going to let you go. All right? Yeah, I'll yeah. talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Take care. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with singer, songwriter, musician, Jake Isaac, multi-talented. I'm going to give away some of his album. Uh, so check me out on Twitter, at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. You can also email me, Saturdays with Joy Keys. That's how you're going to win the prize. And you can check us out uh, on Insta- uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, iHeart uh, Music, Amazon Music, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. You guys have a great uh, week weekend. This weekend coming up, I'm going to speak with actress Sophina Brown from BET show The Twenties. Uh, it's called 20s. It's a really great show. Check it out. It's second season already. Um, again, that's Saturday, this coming Saturday, uh, the 19th. I'm going to end with Talk About It from Honesty by Jake Isaac. Don't walk away. 
Cause if you go, I might not stay No, don't you leave You had enough And I can see That our talk has turned to madness It's become so calm And quietly Oh, every time We talk about The same old thing And every time We started one and ended ten Just for once can we decide to open up Instead of ending here Let's talk about it Let's talk about it The way it hurts The way it hides behind our words When we don't want to say what's wrong Can we talk about it Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.